Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Imagine if you could 3D print your own bacon. Because you know that... Um, they keep talking about it, don't they? Like, yeah, but there's... there's, there's um, well, I was reading about this the other day. It's really annoying me. I can't remember exactly where it is. Mm. Somewhere where there's a horrific civil war happening. That right. doesn't narrow it down. Um, and a certain movement within that civil war ha- are and have been quite successfully 3D printing their own weapons. Right. Okay. Yeah. That, 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 I, I would see that um, working. Could, can you print um, ammunition? Because obviously, it's like. It's, I don't think so. I just, I just, I would say that it's probably um, you are probably spending more money on your overheads. Um, I there. don't think you can three D print gunpowder. No, or metal easily. One would suggest. No, I think they're. I think they are like a robust plastic. Yeah. I was saying, like, I mean, I think there are different, like, polymers and stuff, but I, I don't think anything's going to um, make it easier. You still need a, a bit of metal to fire the pin, surely. What, what's your favourite polymer? Ooh, um, polyvinyl acetate. Good, great answer. Great answer. Great, great, great answer. acetate. Fantastic great, acetate. Great polymer. Um, as you could probably tell, it's the little period between Christmas and New Year where nothing is happening. Nothing uh, is happening. The, although... the Christmas perineum, as our friend Jim Campbell the always Buffman's calls Bridge, it. Um, the, the Buffman's uh, Bridge. Yeah. Hell's doorstep. <laughs> I think that was a joke I half stole out of spots on, so I apologise for that. Hell's doorstep is fantastic. Well, listen, you can still. I, I actually made um, Anthony and Mark from um, Sports Horn. Uh, a cup of coffee each the other day. Whoa. So if that doesn't entitle us to steal a joke or a line, <laughs> I don't know what does. I'm putting a bit back in. I want to take a bit out. <laughs> Welcome to the Luke and Pete Show. It is Thursday, the 28th of December. Yes. Um, I was going to say then um, that when we said Buffman's Bridge and Hell's Doorstep and mm. all that kind of stuff, mm. I was going to say banjo string, but I do believe the common parlance banjo string means the little piece of skin that holds the foreskin to the penis. Yeah. It's it's funny that, isn't it? For people who are um, presumably um, sliced up down there, as they call it, as the doctor calls it. That is what they call it. That's, yeah. the, that's the medical uh, word. Yeah. How are you, how are you doing? Do you want to jump go, up on the bed? Slice you up. Jump up on the bed, and I'll slice you up down there. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I mean, it's a it's a cheeky little bit of skin, isn't it? It's a cheeky, cheeky little, little number. When it cheeky when it's, when it becomes taut, it does a lot of work. It 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 holds things up. It pulls things back. It lets everyone have a nice time. (laughs) And if you're a creationist, you believe God meant to do it that way. Right, okay, yeah, fair. God could have done anything with the foreskin, but he chose to do it that way. Didn't need it. it? Just give us us a chemical 
<laughs> That's it. Give us a polymer. Yeah. Could you 3D print your own foreskin if you want to reverse the um uh, the whole the whole situation? It's worth thinking about. It's worth um, thinking I, about. I've got a um I've got minutes. a story that will, I've got a story that will almost certainly put off 65% of our listenership. Okay. Want me to tell it anyway? Yes, I do. Um this is fair warning. If you're of a squeamish disposition, you may not like to listen to this story. Mm. Um, but I'm going to tell it anyway because we're between Christmas and New Year and there's nothing else going on. So mm. um, when I was about 16, I was at a house party with a friend of mine. Let's call him Dave because that's his name. Mm. And he was courting a lovely young lady. Can't remember her name. Doesn't matter. Um, probably in between the stuff, house party, he thought mm. like he was going to finally have um, full sexual intercourse with this girlfriend Too many of his. variables at a house party. Too many things that could go wrong. Yeah. You are trying to guarantee space in a house to do it the exuberance Ugh. of youth yeah yeah anyway he um he, he at some point in the party which i imagine was i can't really remember but was pretty very boring uh he he went and disappeared with his girlfriend anyway um we were i think we were in the one of the bedrooms playing video games that's the kind of party it was um and, <laughs> and that's the um, kind of people you were <laughs> there was a knock on the yeah we definitely were. Mm. There was a knock on the door of the room, mm. of which there are about five or six of us in there, and one of our friends answered it, uh, but held the door in a way that we couldn't see what was outside. Right, and all I heard was like a whimper from Dave, who wasn't pretty much my best mate at the time, mm. uh, just going, "Luke, can you get Luke?" And uh, I was like, "Yeah, what's up?" Went out there, uh, and the old the old banjo string had snapped. Oh dear. And it was bleeding. And the thing I'll always remember about it, and this Mm. is the squeamish part, is that he went into the bathroom and dangled dangled the old chap over the sink. Mm. Um, Apologies to the parents (laughs) whose house it was, I suppose. Right. It's better than going in but, and playing on the video game because like, that's going to get all of the controller. They're allowed a Mad Cat's controller. They're not allowed a first-party controller if they're going to play after snapping the banjo and getting blood everywhere. Would have been 1996. It probably would have been a SNES. Right, okay, fair. Possibly fair. a possible Mega Drive. Mm. Anyway. Don't get on the multi-tap. Uh, the, thing that, <laughs> the thing I remember more than anything, and it'll probably never leave me, is the, the blood the smell. That, was em- em- <laughs> that was emanating from said penis. Right. Was almost pulsating out like like the tempo like of a pulse, blood. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, like a pulse. Yeah, I guess um, that's. I mean, I guess that's where the. There's a lot of. I mean, I, I assume there was probably less blood than there was when um, copulation was taking place. But yeah, I mean, I imagine it's. Uh, I wasn't party to that. It's a gusher. Yeah, it was, and so then mm. obviously it was straight to A and E. Strap yourself up, get yourself to A and E. I can't remember what happened after that. I don't think I went to A and E. Unlike when. Um, my friend fell over a fence and split his chin through through the skin. Um, that looked so bad hmm. that I needed to go to A and E with him just to cleanse myself. Just to see. Just worse to see. I, I basically for, for for closure, I needed to see it stitched up. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, all, the only way I'd ever think of it, it was just like a like a flap of skin, like Ooh. yawning, like a muppet's mouth. Yeah, absolutely. Around the chin, that, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, sorry about all that, but yeah. it's a very slow news week. I like to think that I am too um, creative for my own good. I, I'd sort of start trying to get it back together with super glue, like they did in the war, and yeah. you know what I mean, like the Vietnam yeah, yeah. War <laughs> or whatever it was. Um, you know, like it was invented for the war. Like, so I, I would sort of go, you know what? Let's not bother with any. Let's just get some good old Harold out, and then we'll be in a situation where a, a, a man bleeds to death. 
Oh, You've got to mix it first, haven't you, Harold? Right? <laughs> Give me a minute. <laughs> Give me a second. Me a sec. Yeah. I just need two matchsticks. And a oh, does, that compl- does, that, does that feature a polymer? Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, it's got to be on it. It's a plastic, isn't it? It's got to be on it. Yeah, you think so. Um, is it is it definitely true that the um, that superglue was was developed for for wounds? I thought it was developed wounds. for wounds, closing them up real quick and real nice. Was it really okay. the punctures, the slashes, etc.? I thought that was yeah. the case. It might be a mistake. I, I think I think there's a there's a difference. I believe that the the it is kind of based on truth, but I think that what they were using in the Vietnam War was a spray. Right. Okay. Well, it not is a liquid, a... isn't it? I suppose it's 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 not really a yeah. goopy mess, is it? It's very liquidy, and then it gets hot, and then you're like, "That's going to be on my fingers for the next three weeks." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember no. I dropped a t- I dropped a tub of Swarfiga once, and it flew up in the air and hit me in the eyes. And <laughs> did, uh, it was how like, did a... it, "How did it do that?" It's well, like a sort of lovely almondy smell, isn't it? it? It was like green and goopy. Didn't we speak about um, Swarfiga yeah. on the show, and we got and I got a, a personalised bottle of yeah, I fucking of... didn't. Even though I was the one who wore it in my eyes, I think they I sent it to one. Absolute Radio. That's, I think that's why. That's, that's, that's see, that's, that's annoying. Yeah. They're obsessed. That is, that is irritating. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just oh, we're Swarfiga, and we only observe traditional media. Yeah. Um, I also had a I also had a bottle of HP sauce with my face on, um, which someone just started using. I was like, I'll get you another bottle. Like, yeah. can I have the bottle with my face on? And I was, That's um, a great present, because that lasts for ages as well. <laughs> it does, it does. Nobody eats that um, much brown sauce. Is so there, yeah, anybody, is there anybody who's listening to the Luke Pete Show who actually who eats, consumes brown sauce on every meal? There must be some absolute... I've literally just had a sausage sandwich with HP sauce. Yes! But I will be honest with you, I'm much more of a... I'm much more of an HP fruity guy. What's the difference? Is it just a bit of Branson mixed in? What do you think the difference is? Um, cordial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just put Robinson's orange squash Robinson's in it. on the top, yeah. No, it's just a bit fruitier in taste. It's just a bit fruity um, in taste. What I find is HP's got a very, very strong smell. And if very you don't, vinegary, um, very peppery. Yeah. It's a, it's an aggressive, it's an aggressive little um, hot sauce. Not hot do you, res- sauce, do you it. respect its aggression? I do. Yeah, I think it's un- uncompromising in the in the very best sense of the word. Yeah, I, d- I don't mind it at all, really. I do too. Um, Peter, I've got um, news that um, mm. I was going to do a Christmas band of dads tonight. A pre-Christmas, post-Christmas band of dads. Yeah. Mm. But it's been cancelled at the last minute because um, the guitar player has been attacked by his own cat <laughs> right. and had his middle finger sliced open and he can't really? play guitar. Really? Whoa. Yeah. Hey. How bad is that? Well, uh, let me save you with one fell trip to the off-licence. Um, let me save your band of dads um, session by buying you some Loctite um, super glue. Yeah, you should have just done that, shouldn't we? Should have just done that for crying out loud. Oh, because you remember remember the guitar player from Black Sabbath, Tony Iommi? Yes, I do, yeah. And he chopped, I think, two or three of his fingers off in an industrial accident. What's he getting involved? What, was it pre... Oh, yeah, because he had a proper job. Cause, like, okay, back in the 60s, right, right, yeah. okay, yeah. That, and it was, obviously, because he was from the West Midlands, he worked in a factory. <laughs> and, he, and he sliced a couple of his fingers off. Right. Or the tops of his fingers off. Well, and then he just kind of adapted by putting like these kind of like metal thimbles on his fingers and then just carried on playing. <laughs> so he could do that. You made that sound like mid song. I, I thought you were gonna say that nah. um I thought you were gonna say that you um that they couldn't find some guitar picks and you're like, Hey, wait a second, let me three D print some new ones. There's one for yeah, you maybe. right there. Yeah. Is that the, that's There's the, the old Van Halen one off. for you right there. You need to get, get involved with that. I need to shave it down, mate. I need, need to shave it down. down. Speaking of shaving it down, Peter. Right. Looking resplendent in the old moustache department today, if you don't mind me saying. 
Well, it's I I kept seeing videos that we we did all like a lot of pre-roll video for the um, football ramble um, where I I was mustachioed, and you know what? The further away I get from it, the more I like that mustache. So it's coming back. It's coming back in a big way. Pleased to hear it. Mm. Very very pleased to hear it. I think it suits you. The cookie duster, the soup strainer. I was the, uh... I, I was listening to a um, for for WrestleMania. I was listening to um, the the Undertaker started a Patreon only podcast, and uh-huh. any good. Bearing in mind, he is the the probably the biggest selling um, act behind probably Hulk Hogan um, in in wrestling history. Like he has yeah. had such a long career and made so much. Has he money. made his dough? Do you reckon he's made his dough? He doesn't need to be doing this, but he's doing this. Um, and, he's, <laughs> and and you know everybody sort of signed up thinking it's going to be this what's and all kind of expose of you know because obviously he was the, the 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 backstage kind of like dad. He was like the bloke who. Um, the bloke who held Wrestle's Court. So if there was ever a dispute, um, Undertaker was very much... And he was also the conduit within uh, with which um, Vince McMahon would kind of um, tell everyone what, what, what needs to be done. And, you know, the the, the boys would would trust him and uh, the management would trust uh, The Undertaker from, from both sides. Anyway, um, oh my fucking Christ, what a piece of shit. Why is it so bad? <laughs> Honestly, the third episode... I got one piece of information about wrestling, and the rest was a hour and a quarter takedown of the general quality of the hunting lodges of Nebraska. It was absolutely <laughs> horrifically. Now shit. you're making me want to listen. Honestly, he tells one story. Like he he starts it by going, bearing in mind, like it's only the third episode, so they shouldn't be running out of topics. But he's like, well, I'm going to tell you all about uh, how uh, we which motels we would stay in on the road. I was like, fuck off. Third episode, and that's where we are. Um, How much anyway, do you have to pay? <laughs> say again. How much do you have to pay? I don't know, Mark. A bigger boy, Mark, paid for it and just sent me the episodes. I um, like that it's called Six Feet Under. Six Feet Under. I love that. Remember that? T- that was the first kind of like big ticket TV show, wasn't it? Six Feet Under. Oh, we're setting the um, the funeral home. Yeah, yeah, weird. Yeah. Um, anyway, but he um, he tells one story where um, about in the hall of an hour and a quarter um, show about um, staying in a hotel motel um, with the Iron Sheik, who was mad, and you know it's a miracle he lived that long. The amount of um, cork that went up his nose. Um, but he was uh, apparently he would get he would get in about um, two o'clock in the morning. Taker went to bed about one. And he's just trying to get some sleep, and um, and Sheik Sheiky uh, goes into um, the. It's four o'clock in the morning, like two hours later, and Sheiky's up and up and about, clearly tweaking, and he's outside doing <laughs> like fucking like doing working out on the uh, on the balcony, and he's left the door open, and it's really windy. Anyway, um, and then he tries to get some more sleep, and then he wakes up half an hour later, and um, someone's running the shower for like an hour. Like proper wake up shower, and then um, he's uh, uh, and then all he hears is the um, hair dryer going for ages, and he's like, "Dan Shake doesn't have any hair," and he shaves <laughs> all of his hair off. This all is the his time. mustache. Is it his mustache? His mustache. It was just. It was just slowly getting his uh, his, his his mustache right. That's incredible. Are you going to do the same? Well, if it gets long enough, yeah, maybe I'll invest in a tiny hair dryer. Why is nobody? I mean, there's like so much kind of like men's. It's men's health. It's men's beard shit. You know what I mean? Like you, yeah. every Christmas, if you are capable of growing hair on your chinny chin chin, and even if you don't, ironically, people will buy you beard calming measures, little pots of ham grease, and little 
little combs for your beard comb. Like yeah. nobody has that length of beard, like really. And if Not they now. have, they've already got a beard comb. Also, it was like a thing back in the day, wasn't it? For a while, like maybe 10 years ago, maybe mm. longer. And I also think that it falls into that bracket of Christmas presents, which is like, don't bother getting me a present. It's like, don't, we're, we're tills, adults. At the tails and TK Maxx. Yeah, yeah definitely, hundred percent. It's like you've spent money on that. I'm never going to use it. Yeah, I've got to pretend to like it. You've mm. got to take the time to wrap it. Yeah, I've got to find room for it in my house. Just landfill, just landfill, isn't it? All this, all this admin that goes along with it. Just, just. Do you know what I would like? I would like someone to buy me a, a book they've thought about, mm. and possibly, depending on whether I like them that much or not, a pint. Yeah, that's well, all I want. Yeah, I um. I already know that, um, well, I mean, if, I basically, did I tell you about Mr. Donut I wanted? Sarah no. Sarah asked me about what I want for Christmas, and I tell her, and she says, I'm not getting you that. Now, how is that fair? Is it a Japanese thing? No, it's a, it's a, it's a donut, like it's a statue of a donut about the size of a five-year-old that people put outside their donut shops to indicate they've got delicious donuts for sale. Does what are you going to do with that? What? Oh, it makes sense in in principle. I don't want to... Uh, what do you want to do with it? Just put it in the garden. <sighs> people are going to take the piss, mate. They're not going to take the piss. They're not going to see it. The only people who are going to see it are my neighbours. Why do you want it? I just... I, there's loads of them around South End because we're, we're a donut people. Um, <laughs> and, uh, the Donut and, uh, Republic of South the End. The Donut Republic of South End. Here he is. Look at him. Oh, it's cool. Look it at... looks pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's like a massive red, reddened arsehole. Yeah, I think it's made by the same people who that um, where they've got that hot dog that um, puts um, ketchup on itself, or the chip yeah. man who goes, ah, yeah, yeah. I'm putting mayonnaise on myself. I mean, are they readily available? Yeah, two hundred fifty quid from a um, from a place that stock the uh, stockist that um, serves donut shops. <laughs> two hundred fifty quid, but they're just nicely painted, and you know, like, in this in this world. Like, it's not a mass market product. And everything, like, you know, a beard comb is a mass market product. Yeah. Some little tongs to um, tend your barbecue is a mass market product. Mr. Donut, there can't, they can't be that many in the wild. You passionately want it. And I think what Sarah's done there is she has thought about the price of everything, yet the value of nothing. Exactly. It's going to give you a lot of pleasure to sit on a bench. So a lot of people would like, as they get older, they want to go and sit in the garden bench out the back and watch the birds feed on the feeder. And they, all the they want to see their dog run around the lawn. And some people just want to look at Mr. Donut, Mr. Donut. in the shape of a prolapsed anus. Um, <laughs> He's got donuts arms. Made of some kind of fiberglass, presumably. Yeah, it will. It'll it'll fade and rot, and you know, God bless him for fading and rotting. But I just see him outside every donut hostelry on the uh, on the promenade, on the Esplanade, and I and I just got to go. He's he's, he's a bit creepy. I like it. You could and presumably they're chained to the uh, to the to the premises. Obviously, I don't think I could. Yeah, them. I don't think I could really make off with him. He'd be. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that you know. They were just uh, you'd hate to see one floating bobbing around in the sea, wouldn't you? It's the kind of thing a student does as a prank on the way home from the pub, isn't it? Yeah, and, and I've not and, your, and at forty two, I've not really grown out grown out of that, to be honest. Good money of good money on it. <laughs> I, th- I think it's I think it's understandable that she's not done that. No, it's true. Um, let's yeah. have a break, Peter. When we come back, we've got batteries to do because we want to see if the battery feature is going to going to limp on. 
Okay. Uh, or come back from the dead like the aforementioned Undertaker, or whether it is truly cooked. I mean, it's up to our listeners. We'll find out one way or the other, mm. the other side of this. A lot of different um, metaphors there. You could have gone with, like, it will be recharged in the new year. I fucked the whole thing up, really, but doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We're back with the Luca Pete Show. How the devil are you? I'm, uh, I'm currently running through uh, the lapse running order to try and find the uh, batteries. I, I tell you what, I came up with a, um, a nominee for the batteries uh, this week, didn't I? In, an old, did. in, in a toy, in a new toy, I uh, found some, um, some batteries and I said, lads, I think these might be a new one. Uh, but they weren't. They weren't. They've been um, chosen seven times. Yeah, Bursto. They were Bursto. Bursto. You stuck it in the, uh, in the group and then Rory snatched your dreams away. He did, yeah. I thought, I thought, you know what? I never do this, although I do come into contact with a lot of batteries. But I just thought, Bursto, it's a weird one. It's kind of surprising how many times it's been featured. I, th- I didn't think mm. it would be that many. I, my first instinct was that it might be a new player, but, it, but it's not. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, I'm just looking at battery number two. Uh, we've got an absolute stonker there. Uh, Zach in Germany has got in touch upon uh, hearing in a recent uh, episode the battery daddy could soon be an endangered species due to a new player drought. Here is my second battery submission to try and prolong the feature. For your consideration, I present the Ondonks. The O-N-D-O-N-X. Ondonks. Recently Ondonks. discovered... In a smoke alarm. All the best, and he's hoping for many more years of new battery brands. Zach in Germany. The Ond Ox. Ondx. Yeah, it is weirdly a new player. It's never wow. been seen before. Wow, Thank you to Zach. Zach for sending it in. Wow. Ond Ox is... <laughs> it's fucking very complicated to say. Ondx. Is a new player. It's O-N-D space O-N-X, as you said. It's a lovely little 9 volter, and it's straight in there as a new player. Sounds like somebody uh, giving a rather passionate bit of oral sex, possibly. Anyway, Scott and Emma. Do it again. Say it again in that way. Undonks. Undonks. <laughs> I don't know what you're up to, pal. Undonks. Undonks. Uh, anyway, Scott and Emma. Thanks, Scott and Emma. Um, hi, look at Pete. Our submission is a 9-volt, super heavy-duty EH battery made by Electro Harmonics and found in my electroacoustic guitar. Surely you've not had this brand before. Uh, as we'd remember you mentioning a graphic of, uh, well, a, a chunky Jimmy Savile lookalike. Um, yeah. Currently decompressing after our wedding on Friday 8th by photographing batteries and emailing the bigger boys. All the best, Scott and Emma, Emma in the Cayman Islands. Scott and Emma in the uh, Cayman Islands. I hope that Scott uh, or Emma brought um, their um, super heavy duty um, electroacoustic guitar to the Cayman Islands to play 
in a hammock as the sun goes down. That that would be absolutely yeah. I didn't stuff. really fully know where the Cayman Islands was. I knew it was kind of somewhere in the Caribbean, mm. but it's very interestingly positioned, isn't it? Mm. It's I mean, between basically. It's basically between on on the west. I'm looking at it on the map now. On mm. the west, it's kind of in between Belize and southern Mexico. Mm. It's south of Cuba. It's slightly east of Jamaica, and it's north of Panama. Yeah. It's have you weird, been there? Yeah. Uh. Have you been there, Donny? Not been there. Done St. Lucia. Nearly drowned. I've got no business in the... Uh, <laughs> oh, got, yeah. Got no who is it, business who is it who saved your life again? Uh, it was a man called Solomon, I believe. Solomon. I don't think it was Solomon, was it? I think you've oh. changed. I think you've forgotten him, even though he saved your life, which is ungrateful. Oh. I'll just go back and... Um, I think we named the show after it, which is, you know, just a great trade, I would say, in many ways. <laughs> Abraham. It was Abraham. Abraham, was, that's it. Where did Solomon uh, come from? <laughs> I don't know. Why did you say Solomon? Island. I think it was Solomon Island. <laughs> <laughs> the nearest I've been to there is Puerto Rico, which I bloody enjoyed. Puerto Rico. And what Beautiful. I also enjoyed about it was that um, when I flew over the, the Cuba from, from Florida, mm. um, they fucking... They had... Um, Blanks it out of the map on the in-flight entertainment. <laughs> Fuming it's about all, Cuba. The still. whole Cuba kind of, you know, Florida. I mean, you could piss from Cuba to fucking Key West, couldn't you? And it, and it's, an, it's, it's obviously Obama um, rolled the thing forwards, and then um, probably not helped by the fact that um, a lot of the um, embassy out there, <laughs> everyone had a headache after a while. Um, I I've think, got a uh, large headache. I've got a large headache from a potential microwave weapon. Um, yeah. They're, uh, they're, yeah, it's just, it's just funny that, um, that, that obviously um, Trump um, rolled it back, and then I don't know. I think Biden's got bigger things to worry about. Um, but it's just sad because like they're so close, and there's such a massive Cuban, obviously a massive Cuban uh, relationship with uh, the people in uh, Florida. And did you like it in Cuba when you went there? Uh, I did. It was. Um, I did. You you do feel. I, di- I didn't see much of it. I just saw Varadero and Havana. Um, whenever I mention that, um, Marcus has a go because he's been proper backpacking. Um, but what are you going to do? Yeah, don't worry about that. He's always got a bee in his bonnet about something. <laughs> um, anyway, we're keeping people hanging on here, aren't we? The one we I are. find fascinating Sorry. about among that part of the world is Bermuda because it is really in the middle of nowhere. Um, mm. Anyway. What was I doing? Oh, yeah. Um, Electro harmonics. So they've got an amazing picture of like a pump-up muscle man, Jimmy Savile, on them. Yeah. Um, as you rightly say. And uh, Scott and Emma, thank you for sending those in. You are weirdly the fourth person to send these in. So Connor Christie, Daniel Goldberg, and Chris Bryan have all sent that exact battery in before. I do believe we mentioned it on the show possibly about a year and a half ago i think Although we I did i remember yeah. it. I, I like scott emma we would remember it we did remember it but i, I didn't want to um lead the jury earlier no that's fair enough um mm. we've got to judge it all on its merits yeah it's great to see it again it's a lovely nine volta with a muscle man on the front you can't mm. go wrong rory will share that on the old socials so people can have a look at it and um yeah and we'll, and we'll, we'll go we'll go again um the final battery for this week peter please if you don't mind all right, we've got one from Ben Howard. Hello, you global ambassadors of all things AA and AAA. While taking my regular stroll through the suburbs of... Uh, is it Ageo? 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 Yeah, Ageo. Where, where is that? Ageo? I don't really know, to be honest. Um, he's got yeah. a 7-Eleven, so it's probably somewhere kind of China, Korea, Japan, maybe? Ageo? He says Japan, doesn't he? In the, uh, Ageo, is he? Oh, yes, yes, sorry. Yeah, yes. Japan, okay, yeah. All right, yeah. Ageo, on the way to the supermarket, I have come across this little roadside shrine to the humble yet mighty AA and 
AAA. Anywhere else, it will be litter, but surely not in Japan. And I've walked past them for several weeks now, chuckling to myself and thinking about your show. I guess the 7-Eleven is not a new player, uh, but what about this little green number? I uh, love the show, even though I have no interest in football, fighting, movies, or video games. <laughs> <laughs> Fair dues, fair oh, dues. thanks, Ben. What's our fighting podcast? Is that is that this? Is, is, I think he means wrestling. Bickering, right? Okay, fair. I think he might just mean wrestling, right? Yeah, football, fighting, movies, or video games. There we go. Keep I love that he way. sums it up. <laughs> should put that in the, in the um, synopsis. Yeah, lovely stuff. Um, yeah. So seven seven eleven, right? Yes. Yeah. So I That's think been done before a few times. Well, you say that I can't find it, and I've even searched as you told me to using the quotations. Really? Um, it's that. The thing is, they're not actually called 7-Eleven on mm. the battery in the photo that he's included. If 7 you look, Premium, Peter, Lifestyle. Yeah, oh, but no. look at that battery. Look at the logo. Does it say 7 and I? Oh, yeah. That's just the 7-Eleven logo, isn't there? So I don't think that's the brand of the uh, thing. But like 7 Premium um, Lifestyle. I think there was an like explanation why it's 7, seven and I. No, so I that's can't... not the 7-Eleven logo. The 7-Eleven logo is, a, is an orange and red 7. Oh, in Japan, 7. that's 7-Eleven, honestly. Uh, oh, is it really? Okay, so it's different but, um, in Japan. But, se- but 7, yeah, huge. Uh, 7 premium lifestyle, enriching your lifestyle with quality products. So I think you'd have to sort of say 7 premium would be the brand. So have a look at like 7 premium with the 7. The um, number the 7. seven the number 7, yeah. I think that's probably where you'd go. Okay, let's have a look. All right, I'll, uh, I'll type in why 7-Eleven logo. This is exciting. God, Japan people on tenterhooks here. Like is... Oh, oh, in which case then, Ben is the second person to send them in. They were sent on June the 29th by Andrew Dunlop, and I've looked at the photo, and they're exactly the same. So it's the right. second person to send them in. Um, great detective work there, Peter. You helped me out of a hole there. Um, still pretty good effort, though, doing it in being the second person to send them. Yeah, fantastic stuff. Well, yeah. Um, well, good stuff. Um, that's, that's the batteries. That is the batteries. Peter, is there any, is there any interest um, from you in the kind of – Speaking of what we were saying earlier about, you know, these these different islands and stuff dotted about, mm. I bloody love an isolated island. And I'll tell you why. I became fascinated with um, an island called St. Helena. Have you heard right. of it? Is that is that near um, St. Kitts? No. Right. Oh, St. Helena. Is that down in New Zealand? It's not near anywhere. Oh. Um, no, oh. it's in it's in the Atlantic, the Southern Atlantic Ocean. Right. Um, and it's... But it's basically tiny in the middle. I used to work with a lady from St. Helena. Mm. It's a British overseas territory, so um, I don't know what the detail is, but I imagine she's perfectly entitled to live in the UK, so maybe that's why she was there. I can't remember. But it's really interesting because to get there, even now, mm. um, you have to fly to Cape Town, and then you have to get a six-day boat. Good God. It. Why yeah. is nobody getting? Why is nobody starting a little a little charter charter jet? I don't think there's any demand. What? Don't, got no business a, being anywhere else. There's about five thousand people living there. Um, I don't really know what happens there, um, but it, it was just a very very like a fascinating place. And then there was another island, wasn't there? Around there, mm. it might have even been Saint Helena, where um, Napoleon was exiled to. Right. How did he get there then? That's a well, long exile, it, isn't it? I guess it's. I guess it. Um, I guess he. I guess he sailed there. Yeah. I, I have no idea, but he was. He was. He was um, exiled to St Helena. Yeah, I've looked at looking it up here. Fifteenth of October, eighteen fifteen. Ten weeks at sea on board the HMS Northumberland. Interesting. Dropped you off talk at St Helena. Keep keep <laughs> him out of trouble, wouldn't it? Exiled in whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I I wouldn't mind an exiling personally. <laughs> Like, a bit of peace and quiet. Yeah, as long as I can take my stuff with me, 
I'd get the video game Cruise for a Corpse finished, which I started about three months ago. That's not getting finished anytime soon. I, I would get the things... I would get all my stuff done. I'd get all my washing done. I'd have a lovely time. I'd love an exiling. How do you get exiled in this day and age? Don't you can. They used to um, take you to the state, the county limit, state or the state line. limit in the US, didn't they? <laughs> and in the UK, um, you used to just literally get banned from the city, didn't you? In England, <laughs> though, right, get, you don't come back to the city. You're out of here. Get <laughs> out of here. Okay. You're not coming back. <laughs> that, that's, that seems like a pretty... So, I was, for, for example, the world would unquestionably be a better place if people still had the power to say to say you know all the stuff boris johnson's been up to right yeah. he's not going to get in trouble for that realistically is he i mean he's been deleting whatsapp messages he's taken the piss he's been a complete prick the whole time right yeah tell me the world wouldn't be better if there was some authority that was able just to say right you're fucking banned from london you're never coming back <laughs> in london ever again yeah. so if you want to go and live in fucking the us that's up to you because you're an american citizen or whatever if you want to go and live in you know newport pagnell you can but you're never setting foot in London again. I reckon it would sort a lot of our problems out. Yeah, I mean, but he'd get like his mates to somehow, um, to like somehow like get the lines of um, London redrawn so that Mayfair <laughs> isn't part of it. You know what I mean? The, the independent, the independent Republic of Mayfair. Exactly. Yeah, he'd, he'd get some kind of exemption. So sort of the, pe- the get... people's, the people's Democratic Republic of Belgravia. Imagine like having diplomatic plates just to go to cash converters in Mayfair. I just think banning people from cities is is long since past, but it should be back. Yeah, completely agree. I'll be happily banned from Southampton. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, let's go, Peter. Let's get out of here. We'll we'll join our our lovely listeners again on Monday, won't we? Uh, So we look forward to that. All right, then. Uh, We'll be back then. Uh, Have a lovely time um, with your friends, your family. If you're just staying alone, um, good on you. Good idea. (laughs) (laughs) And on Monday, it'll it'll be New Year's Day. Yes. So, lots to talk about. Start the year, right. (laughs) See you then, guys. Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be right. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) This was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, (laughs) you, you were different. Like you were real different. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com (laughs) 